1: to become the nation of kings and priests, they were ordained to be from the foundations of the earth.
2: children about christmas many people don't know the true origin of this popular holiday but there are many things that parents know for sure that are not true many feel that the sense of family and good cheer associated with christmas are good enough reasons to overlook the truth about this idolatrous holiday and lie to their children come let's examine the scriptures of the true christ and see if it is okay to lie to your children in the name of of Christmas we like to welcome you to another show of kings and priests where we look at the scriptures and see what it is we must do as the followers of Christ and to wake up others to the lies and the satanic vibration that's out in the world and show them the true repentance that they have to come to. I'm your brother one here in London UK. Um, we also have two brothers that's joining us today. Um, we got the brother Kazak who does a Spanish show, and you just telling me that he did a similar topic last week on the Spanish show. Uh, so, Zaki, you want to come in and say a few things?
3: Uh, concerning that right there, brother. First and foremost, most high name of Christ bless all. Good to be back, Shalom brothers and sisters over there in the UK. This is Kazak over here in the US. And uh, concerning that topic over there, <coughs> excuse me. Um, we dealt with it. First, the show topic for last week was should you lie to your children period and uh we threw in stuff like Christmas and Thanksgiving and Easter and things of that things of that nature and we filtered through this to filter through the scriptures and try to show basically there is no there is no reason why we should be lying to our children period especially behind things such as Christmas and Easter and thanksgiving and so forth and so on And as parents, we have a responsibility of teaching our children. And the main thing that we should be teaching our children, first and foremost,
4: is Christ.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. And do you have children? Yes, sir, I do. Do you teach them uh, about Santa Claus and Christmas?
3: I teach them how we're not supposed to celebrate. Okay. That is wrong according to the scriptures.
2: Okay, we have another brother with us um, who uh, helps me a lot on this show, the executive producer for this show, and um, he also does his own show on Friday nights. Repentance is the key at uh, 7 p.m. We have the brother Abaja. Abaja, hey, I don't have too much to say.
3: Let's get to the scriptures. Let's say uh, shalom, all praises for the Sabbath, and let's get
5: to it.
2: So, uh, Abaja, just real quick. I know you don't have any any children. I know you adopt other brothers' and sisters' children that's in the church and um, help brothers and sisters with their children. But um, you're a man that's looking to be married, Lord's will, in the the future. You know, you engage Uh to be married. I mean, Lord's willing, when you have children, I mean, do you think you're going to teach your children about Christmas or are you going to tell them what the truth is according to Christ? Well, I'm basically
3: instructing the way that the Scriptures tells us to instruct our children. And basically it's almost like when you, how it says like in Deuteronomy about you know when thou walkest by the way and when thou risest up and when thou liest down. Mm -hmm. As you're dealing with your children and you're walking through this wicked earth, you're showing them like, hey, listen, you see these things out here? These things are not according to the Scriptures. This is what the Most High said. And also along with that, it's not you know, just for our listeners, it's not to point the finger at people and look down on them and condemn them because many of us, were doing the very same thing that other people are doing right now concerning, you know, sin in general. But right. it basically goes, it just goes to the point of teaching our children and instructing them the way that the Lord said from the beginning so that we don't have to go
2: through all of that stuff. But, you know, it goes to say that um, many people... Because the truth is coming out about these different um, so-called holidays because they are no ho- holy days at all. They're really very satanic. And, you know, we say that word so often, I mean, like people don't get it. Satanic means of Satan. That's what it means, of the devil. And the devil, his only job is to come, is to kill and destroy. He's, he's a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. So that's what these days are really about and they're disguised in the disguise to look like the true light, but it's not a true light. It's a false light. So, yeah, many people are caught up and they're trapped into these things because I remember we had one caller years and years ago, and this guy called on, and he sounded like a Latino brother, and he was saying how, you know, he was telling his whole family, his wife's family, that, you know, Christmas wasn't in the Bible, it wasn't about Christ, it wasn't, no Santa Claus this, and they said, look, he nearly get, got kicked out of the family. <laughs> he nearly got divorced. So, for a lot of people, they see it, but it's like they're weighing the cost in the balance. Okay, if I don't celebrate Christmas, then what's going to be the cause and effect? I'm going to lose my wife. My wife is celebrating Christmas, you for rather than Trying to explain it like how you're saying, not in a way as, um, look, y'all people is as wicked as hell. You know, try to explain it to your family say, look, this is what Christmas is really about. We can get together as a family on this day that you have off, but not in the name of of Christ because it's not about Christ. That's what we all was today for us to get together and, you know, you know, we don't want the children to miss out. That's why we have the Feast of Dedication that you read about in John, the 10th, ta- John the 10th chapter, in the 22nd verse and the 23rd verse. That was a feast that was kept in the winter. But many people think their children are going to be a disadvantage or they're going to miss out or they're going to lose. But you lose by celebrating this day. You lose by lying. And who likes to be lied on? Who likes to be lied on? Who likes to be lied to? Nobody. Nobody. But it's obvious that during this time, people are going to tell purposeful lies to their children. These lies have a purpose. Many people are going to lie to their children about Santa Claus because they want them to be better behaved. You're not going to get that gift. And then what's going to happen? They're going to get the gifts anyway. (laughs) Uh I got a clip we're going to play. But I want to read... um, this uh, scripture first Let's go to Second um, Thessalonians 2 and 9 But one thing We're not coming out to judge But we're coming out to warn We're coming out People see, you know, well if I keep this day It's harmless Okay, Let's, let, me, let me ask a question This is for everyone that's listening out there Maybe you deal with Christmas, maybe you don't What is in the harm Of lying Because lies have a very harmful effect. You think they don't, oh, it's it's all in the spirit of Christmas, It's it's all for good fun. No. Lies have a harmful effect, whether small, big. People try to say white lies. I don't know where they get that little white lie. It's harmless. Nope. All lies have an effect. Otherwise, why would people tell them? Why would people tell lies if they didn't want it to have some kind of effect? Most people tell lies because what they want to get themselves out of some kind of trouble. But let's read the Second Thessalonians two and I. Read that book. All right,
3: <clears throat> this is Second Thessalonians chapter two and verse nine. Even him, whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders.
2: Real. So during this time of Christmas, people don't know that this day has a very satanic vibration. Behind it, they just see the mask, they don't see what's behind the mask. And you know what? Many people don't want to look behind the mask. and I know people that you know' had children, they've had their first baby, and they're getting ready to what have their child's first Christmas. Oh, it's going to be so memorable, and you're going to have the lights and different. want't you have your child's first hanukkah? won't you have your child's first feast of dedication, which is Christ? And I know many of these people are Christians. And they say they follow Christ, but they're going to follow that satanic vibration that's in the world, and it's really unfortunate because Christ didn't come for that. So lying wonders, this is what the enemy used. He used lying wonders, different signs to do what? To have you to follow Satan thinking that you're following Christ. So read verse 10.
3: And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish. Because they received not the love of the truth, that they might be saved.
2: So this whole day, it uses all deceivableness. The children are deceived, the people are deceived, the adults are deceived with all unrighteousness. Because you have a day called Christmas, how many people do you see actually going to church? Let's see. Let's weigh it in the balance. The majority or the minority? Which one, brothers?
3: Quite the minority.
2: So the, what are the majority doing?
6: Partying,
2: partying, partying, drinking, getting drunk, lasciviousness, having sex, orgies, um, <clears throat> gorging themselves with food—you know—in the name of Christ. So it's with all deceitfulness of unrighteousness, lying to your children. That's what we—the main focus that we're dealing with today. How the lies that people tell their children on Christmas. So it's all unrighteousness. And then that perish, and why are they going to perish? Because they receive not the love of the truth. So the love of the truth is the scriptures, is the Bible. So we read in the Bible that what? You're supposed to tell the truth. The scripture says, lie not um, one to another. Speak truth, every man with his neighbor. Isn't that what the scriptures say? Uh The scripture says, thou shalt not bear false witness. So many people are going to bear false witness on Christ, and many people are going to blaspheme the scriptures of the most high, and give all the glory to Santa Claus. Or in England, they call him Father Christmas. I I thought Christ had called no man father upon the earth. One is your father, which is in heaven. So many things they have misconstrued. So many people are going to perish because they don't want the love of the truth that they might be saved. What do they want? They want the love of this world. And we know the scriptures say clearly that what? Love not the world, neither the things in the world, because the things of the world are enmity against God. So, verse 11.
3: And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie.
2: So, do people believe that Christ was born on December 25th? How
3: about this? Police, people believe that a big, jarring fat, fat guy is going to squeeze down a chimney and uh, leave gifts under the tree so forth and so on, that uh, he has, a, he has a, a, a reindeer-drawn carriage that flies through the air, so forth and so on. Yep. I mean, the, the list goes on and on and on.
2: So, I mean, that's really a strong delusion. People are deluded. It's like, you know, you, you've been smoking hashish or you've been smoking some acid and you're tripping when you start telling about these different stories. But if you tell somebody about Christ, they're looking at you like you're crazy. It's like, no, I'm not celebrating December the 25th. But what are your children going to do? <laughs> like, what do you mean what are my children going to do? They're going to learn the truth. But if you tell them, oh, you shouldn't lie to your children, what are you doing every December the 25th? You're going to tell them, look, go to bed because Santa Claus is coming. Go to bed. So that's really a strong delusion that people It's all like people in the Matrix. Like, yo, you caught up in the Matrix. No, you caught up in the Matrix because you're going to tell your child, from when they're a baby about Santa Claus. Here come Father Santa Claus. Here come Father Santa Claus. Here come Santa Claus. Go sit in Santa Claus. I man, I remember growing up <clears throat> and they had Santa Claus. I was afraid of that dude, man. Cause in the 70s, they still had little bits of racism and stuff going on. So you're like, yo, some white dude, racist, laughing. I don't trust it, man. I don't
5: trust it. <laughs>
2: And then you're looking for the, okay, they tell him he's going to bring you presents. I'm like, all right, he cool He you bring me those presents. But um, I ain't sitting on that guy's lap. You're going to get that. Just bring me the presents, drop them off at the crib, and we cool. <laughs> so I used to look out for the guy. Like, yo, when he coming, when he coming, when he coming. Y'all, yo, you better go to sleep, better go to sleep. So when I got a little bit older, I'd be looking at the, like, yo, what, 11 o'clock? When this dude supposed to come? After 12, when he coming? 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock. 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, I'm up late. By the time, you know, you, you, you done stayed up as long as you could, you, you knocked out. Then you wake up the next morning, and there's present. Oh, well, Santa Claus came. So I want to play a, a, a clip where they're actually going into the historical proof and showing you where Santa Claus comes from, because you're not going to read about a Santa Claus in the Scriptures. It's actually going into the worship of other gods, which takes you back to the worship of Satan. So let's listen to this, brothers. Santa
5: Claus is another uh, good example of a pagan element of Christmas. Santa Claus, as we know him today, is a uh, an amalgamation of several.
2: Comes down the, the, the chimney People worship gods That dwelt in fire Does that sound familiar to you? Brothers, does that sound familiar to you? Uh, sounds what, like um, apocalypse to me what, What's the mythology that people Learn about some guy That dwells in fire? <laughs> Come he on He has
3: on a red jumpsuit and a pitchfork
2: Come on, who is that? Sounds like Satan to me. So why you, you wonder why why you want to go to sit on a Santa Claus? That that guy looks like the devil. <laughs> so it just uh, that's the true representative. That's why it comes down. To, people are like why you come down the Christmas tree? Why why you come down? Not the Christmas tree. <laughs> why you come down the chimney? Why does he come down the chimney? Why is Santa Claus? I don't know. It's just a convenient place. And many people I know when we used to go out in the street, like look. You black people we tell your children about um Santa Claus, you live in the ghetto. Where's your where where is your fireplace? There's no fireplace. We keep coming through the window. The guy coming through the window, he's gonna get shot. <laughs> he's talking about There's no <laughs> chip <laughs> <laughs> The chimney Chiff- is the safe area for 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 people to come in. If you coming in any other way, you getting shot. Come on. <laughs> Oh, man. So that's one of the many lies. So, And children begin to catch on to these things. And they'll use it later and say, well, you lied to me about Santa Claus. When they tell their lies and say, well, you lied. You did this and that. you didn't tell the truth, Mommy. You tell the truth, Daddy. They will use it. They will use it. So let's listen to some more. So that whole thing is dealing with fire, the gods that dwelt in fire.
0: Composite character we have today
2: from people who are displaced.
0: The concept of Santa Claus has had a long and winding history, with a number of diverse cultures contributing to the composite character we have today. Beginning once again in Scandinavia, Santa's original incarnation was in the form of Odin, the pagan god of thunder, a tall fellow with a long flowing beard who inhabited the spirit-infested Nordic forests. Odin would travel the sky during the winter solstice, deciding who would die and who would prosper. Most believers were frightened at this particular time of year. In England, Odin eventually evolved into Father Christmas, who, crowned with sprigs of holly, travels the countryside getting roaring drunk as part of the Festival of Fools celebration. Frequently, he would be accompanied by a horned goat, ironically the biblical symbol of those who reject the salvation of jesus christ according to the traditions of the church of rome there was a turkish bishop named nicholas who hailed from myra in asia minor during the fourth century he was known as the patron saint of seafaring men over the centuries as the legend began to unfold it was rumored that saint nicholas had actually captured the devil himself put him in chains and make him his personal servant. Recognized in various cultures as Krampus, the Alcibar, or Zwart Pete, Black.
2: <laughs> and for many people that don't know, what you just heard was that's demonology. Because people, that's what people do. They summon up demons and they use them to do their bidding. And there's a lot of that in a, in a Roman Catholic church. That's why they, when they do the exorcisms, all that's going into witchcraft and how to repel spirits and demons. And if you want to know more about that, then listen to our show on Wednesday's night, From Darkness to Light, where we have the brother Akurai, who used to be a, a sorcerer and deep into witchcraft and black magic and all that kind of stuff, and he's bringing out the truth about that. Well, many people don't know. They go into church, and their pastor's a witch. Their priest is a witch. They're using witchcraft and spells on them. So he brings out the truth of all of those stuff that's uh, going on in the church. So l- tune in and listen to that show. Peter,
0: this assistant of St. Nicholas is best known by his German name, Nest Ruprecht. Described as a hideous, horned creature, the servant Ruprecht was a dark and sinister figure who stood in stark contrast to the saintly Saint Nicholas. Somehow, Father Christmas's companion, the horned ghost, had metamorphosized into the foreboding horned devil called Ruprecht. As St. Nicholas traveled from house to house, inquiring about the behavior of children, Ruprecht would drop candy and gifts down the chimney into the good children's shoes which had been placed there. It was from this story that we get our tradition of hanging stockings on the mantel at Christmas time. If able to recite a verse or demonstrate a skill for St. Nicholas, the child would receive a gift. If unable to remember a verse or if the child had been bad, he or she would receive a switch or a whip. Ruprecht also carried a large sack which he would frequently use to haul away the really bad boys and girls. As more and more Christian churches began combining the pagan rituals of the winter solstice with the celebration of the birth of Christ, emphasis on St. Nicholas' role began to shift. Some cultures began to downplay the role of St. Nicholas, but surprisingly retained Ruprecht. Eventually, next Ruprecht was made the companion and servant to the Christ child himself. In this scenario, the devil is actually given the title Weihnachtsmann or Santa Claus. Nineteenth-century writer Theodore Storm, in his story about next Ruprecht, even goes so far as to describe the switches given to the children by Ruprecht as tools to be used in sadomasochistic rituals. Soon, the image of Ruprecht would fade from the Christmas tradition, but not his sadistic influence. Many of the early depictions of Santa Claus portrayed him, not as a jolly gift-giver, but of an unfriendly disciplinarian, complete with a ready switch or whip.
4: (laughs) One of the problems with the Christmas gift thing for children being called cool. so <clears throat> hold that it really is a religious teaching a wrong religious teaching because it teaches them that if they're nice they get the gifts if they're naughty they don't or in my case I was taught that he would leave us a bundle of switches uh, isn't that interesting uh, it's a salvation by uh, my own personal virtue but But there's a second thing wrong with it, and that is that they're going to get those gifts, whether they're naughty or nice, because most parents love their children and and will wouldn't dream of quote ruining their Christmas and they're not going to ruin christmas they're going to get
2: so i got I got told that you're ruining Christmas because we went out and uh going out and teaching about you know Christmas isn't a biblical holiday, and it shouldn't be celebrated. And you, you ruin a children's Christmas. You shouldn't tell them that there's no Santa Claus. There, isn't that backwards? <laughs> are you supposed to tell your children the truth? Yes, you are. So, I don't think so. So lies are more prevalent and more exhorted and exemplified than the truth is during this time of year. It's okay to, it's okay to be a liar. It's okay to be a fornicator. It's okay to be an adulterer. You know, I got drunk at the office, probably, babe, I'm sorry, you know, you know, that eggnog boy with that rum really hit me, you know. Bertha started looking real good to me. I couldn't control myself. No very descriptive No, yeah, in a second. You know, you was looking at Bertha all oh, year. And it was just your excuse to go and hit <laughs> the mistletoe. The mistletoe set your lust free. <laughs> go ahead, brother. This is
3: Revelation twenty two, fourteen. It says, Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life, and may enter in through the gates to the city. For without, meaning outside of the city, outside of the kingdom of heaven, are dogs, and sorcerers, and whoremongers, and murderers, and idolaters, and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. So the overall point is, you know, this this whole Christmas thing that a lot of adults, parents are caught up in, and they get their children caught up in. What we're reading about, or what I just read, was, was the end result. It says, Blessed are they that do his commandments. So, blessed are those people that repent in the name of Christ and keep the commandments and follow the example of Christ, that they may have right to the tree of life and may enter into the gates, into the city, that they may have right to enter and dwell in the kingdom of heaven. For without, meaning outside of the kingdom of heaven, are dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idolaters and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. So the overall point is outside of the kingdom of heaven are these people right here Mm -hmm. suffering in torment, you know. And uh, the the point of it all is when you get into this Christmas, and not just specifically Christmas, but Christmas as well as Thanksgiving, as well as Halloween, as well as Easter, and the holidays the false holiday list goes on and on. You have these people that the scriptures describe as dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idolaters and whosoever loves to make of a lie. You have these people that are participating in these false holidays. Unless you repent and come back and follow Christ according to how it is written in the scriptures, then there will be your part with the other dogs and sorcerers so forth and so on in torment as judgment for not repenting and following Christ.
2: Right. And I want to read this scripture. This is a continuation from Second Thessalonians two and twelve. It says that they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. So what is the truth? Christ was not born on December the 25th. This is one of the many lies that people tell their children. Oh, Christmas is about the birth of Jesus. It's Jesus' birthday. Is that true? Oh. Is that true? you.
5: No, it's not true.
2: Oh, I thought you were dead and gone. What's happening? No, I just had my phone on you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so we got many people that's in the chat room that's listening. You know, we want to hear what is your take on Christmas. Are you telling your children about Christmas? Or are you telling your children about Santa Claus? We want to hear from you. So the guest call number is 646-716-7749. And if you're not celebrating Christmas, well, what do you do for your children? We want to hear from you. Either you can put your your question or comments in the chat room or call into that call-in number because we want to hear because we don't do it. <laughs> I don't do it. My children, you know, we were discussing it last night. I was all asking them, you know, what, what, what lies would people tell their children? They were saying some of the things. They tell them it's birth of Christ. They tell them that, you know, about Santa Claus and that they're going to come down a chimney, and your reindeer, and all kinds of things. Reindeer, fly, all these things are lies, 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 100% lies. So people would rather believe that and tell their children that than to tell them the truth. And they're like, they're not going to have fun. They're not going to have any fun. And we have feasts. Get John 10 and 22. You know, it's the winter festival. We got to have some kind of uh, festival in the winter time because it's so dark. You know, there's a festival in the wintertime that Christ kept, but it shows you that people do not want to really truly follow Christ, even the ones that call themselves Christians. I know there's many people, really, they haven't heard anything about the Lord and Christ. They're not Christians. They don't follow the Bible. They don't follow the Scriptures. So it's our job to put out a warning to people and put out the information to people. Then there's people that call themselves Christians that should be following Christ, that should be following the Bible and scriptures, who don't, who go completely contrary to to the words of our Lord and Savior. So read that, bro.
3: This is John chapter 10 and verse 22. And it was at Jerusalem the feast of dedication, and it was winter. And Jesus walked in the temple in Solomon's porch.
2: So feast of dedication, <clears throat> um, people may know it by um, Hanukkah, but it's not the festival of lights. It was a rededication of the temple, when the Greeks came in and they put all kinds of, of abominations and unclean foods and their other gods in the temple, <clears throat> and we rededicated, cleansed the temple. We fought off the Greeks. It's about war, and it's about us honoring the Heavenly Father and keeping the commandments against all odds. See, that's what you. you know, there's no pretty lights in it. <laughs> you know, there's no pretty lights in it. There's no fornication in it. So people don't want to do it. You see, you know, I'm not I'm, I'm not going to be able to get that kiss with the mistletoe, brother. No, we're not dealing with that. We're dealing with the righteousness of the Heavenly Father. You know, the scriptures support marriage, not fornication and one-night stands. We never support that. You know, people don't want that. People don't want to, they don't want their spouse to commit adultery on them. So why we support that? You know, people don't want, see, when things affect people, they don't like it. But when they do it to somebody else, they could care less. It's only when it comes and it affects them. That's why the scripture says, what, you should love your neighbor as yourself. Because how many people want to harm themselves? How many people want to be lied to? How many people want to be deceived? I don't think there's, there's much people that want that from themselves. If they do, there's some kind of um, you know, mental patient or you know, they're in some kind of psychosis and they need drugs. Many people don't want that for themselves. They don't want to be hurt. They don't want to feel pain. So, yeah, you brothers got anything you want to bring out before I move on? Look, I'm gonna play a, a little bit more of that clip. Nope, I'm good. All go right, ahead, go right ahead. Okay, because what the what we left on is that many people that they're going to give their children those gifts anyway, whether they were bad or good, and it's true. Because what? They don't want people to say, oh, look, you see how you wicked and you didn't give your children any gifts? Because I get it. Oh, are you celebrating Christmas? Or are you coming to the Christmas? No, I'm not coming to the Christmas party. I don't celebrate Christmas. Oh, so what are you going to do for your children? That's what many people ask me. Well, what are your children going to do? Like my children are suffering from me. They're going to be suffering in chains and bondage <laughs> if they don't celebrate Christmas. You know, it's really it's really ridiculous. It, and the people that automatically think that and don't ask, Okay, well, if you're not celebrating Christmas, then you know, what do you do on that day? Many people just assume that my children are gonna suffer and, and miss out from from school teachers, from Christians to ministers. I've had I've had a lot, man. But I'm gonna finish playing um restless little um documentary where it goes it's called the unwrapping of Christmas, and it's made by Jeremiah Films. And they actually do sell a uh, DVD. It's about an hour Go and check it out. I think everyone should get that and play it, sit their family down. If you go, <laughs> you're having people over for Christmas, get get that film by Jeremiah Films and play it on Christmas Day and see what happens. You uh-huh. might not have no family after that. I don't know. If those children get the house, sooner to Thank you. <getting out>? Some- <laughs> <laughs> some- <laughs> <laughs>
4: Thinking children are going to realize, uh, isn't that interesting? Uh, it's a salvation by uh, my own personal virtue. But, but there's a second thing wrong with it, and that is that they're going to get those gifts whether they're naughty or nice. Because most parents love their children and, and will, wouldn't dream of, quote, ruining their Christmas. And they're not going to ruin Christmas. They're going to give those children the gifts anyway. And some sooner or later, those thinking children are going to realize, I wasn't very nice, but I got the gift anyway. So it isn't important to be nice it isn't important to do what is right and avoid what is wrong
0: german immigrants coming to america during the 1620s tried to influence the new world with the stories of saint nicholas and his gift-giving companion Max ruprecht but somehow the idea just didn't take hold until almost 200 years later in 1819 america's best-selling author washington irving used his influence to promote St. Nicholas in a popular Christmas story titled Brace Bridge Hall. Consulting Irving's writings, Episcopalian minister Clement Clark Moore penned a decidedly secular tale called A Visit from St. Nicholas in 1822. Later retitled The Night Before Christmas, Moore's poem was based on the tales of German and Dutch immigrants who had come to America. Intended originally only for his own children, Moore's story was published in the Troy Sentinel in New York and became an overnight sensation. Gone were the bishop's remnants of Saint Nicholas. He was now a jolly old elf imbued with supernatural powers. Moore had also replaced Nicholas's companion, the horned-necked Ruprecht, with eight-horned magical reindeer. As the popularity of The Night Before Christmas grew, Moore became increasingly concerned that the story's emphasis on the supernatural and its disregard for Christ would reflect poorly on his position as a minister. As a result, he refused to take credit for its creation until the story became so popular that he could no longer resist. 40 years later, illustrator Thomas Nast, political cartoonist for Harper's Weekly, seared the image of Santa Claus into the minds of the world by creating a drawing which combined Moore's jolly old elf with images of St. Nicholas taken from his own native Bavaria. By 1880, Santa was a thoroughly secularized folk hero who had become increasingly irresistible to retailers worldwide.
5: One factor that has contributed to uh, the paganization of Christmas, the complete paganization of Christmas has been the element of commercialism. You
4: make money. It may seem
5: odd to think of it in that context, but uh, remember that Christ Himself identified the love of money as a spiritual force in and of itself. And where it comes into play, it has a kind of naturally hostile effect on, on the gospel and the uh, uh, the Christian faith. So the commercialization of Christmas has helped to highlight the pagan elements, and to uh, drive the overtly Christian elements further up.
2: All right. See, so we got some good um, chats going in there. Uh, who's that? Uh, Firmstone. So he's been keeping the the rededication for many years. That's 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 good to hear. And um, Firmstone, we want to know if you have any children and uh, what battles you face during this time of year, because many people are going through... They're going through hell. <laughs> but... Before we get into that, we're going to play a few promos, and then we're going to come right back and go into it. You know, the lies people tell their children
6: at Christmas. So stay tuned. The Body of Christ Church Radio Network broadcasts seven days a week on blogtalkradio.com forward slash the B-O-C-C. Listen to our archived broadcast or check us out while we are live on the air. Come and visit us in the virtual living room at 2 o'clock p.m. on Sundays, where we examine current topics according to the scriptures. Are you looking for the truth? Can you handle the truth? Find out on Mondays at 8 o'clock p.m. It doesn't matter what church you attend or philosophy you believe. Take the challenge to see, Are you smarter than your pastor? On Tuesdays at 8 o'clock p.m. The world is engrossed in darkness, but it shall be destroyed by the light. Tune in to From Darkness to Light at 7 o'clock p.m. on Wednesdays, where all manner of witchcraft, occult practices, and Satanism is exposed for what it is. Before the light comes, it's time to awake on Thursdays at 8 o'clock p.m. If you're seeking salvation, listen to Repentance is the Key, Fridays at 8 o'clock p.m. And after you have listened to all of these shows, find out how we will become kings and priests. Saturday mornings at nine o'clock A.M. All shows are on Eastern Standard Time. Remember to check out the Body of Christ Church seven days a week on Blogtalkradio.com forward slash the B-O-C-C. That's blogtalkradio.com forward slash T H E B O C C. Shalom.
2: to hear <laughs> during this time of year. They don't want to hear the Bible or the words of Christ. Put that Bible away. We want to have some fun. We want to get a drink. We want to get a loose woman and lay with. They don't want to hear about the scriptures and uh, Jesus Christ. I mean, it's, and it's really unfortunate, and they're saying it's about, the day is about Jesus Christ, but they don't want to hear the truth about Jesus Christ. I mean, it's amazing, man. But let's go to, let's go quickly, brother, to the, the book of John, 4 and
7: 23. The See,
2: that's what people, they love that, man. They love, the, they love the Christmas songs and the whole thing that comes with it. But when you tell them about, look, like it's not, Christmas is a pagan holiday. Why are you going to tell your children, like, what are you talking about? You're going to be in a fight, in a battle, you know? So read that, John 4 and uh, 23, brothers. Let me see here. Uh, Hold on just a second. and Wemmey said, turn that crap off. You don't like that?
3: <laughs> oh my goodness Play it again Play it again. This man. is This, this, is, uh, <laughs>
2: so
5: okay,
3: this is the book of John Chapter 4 verse 23 But the hour cometh and now is When the true worshippers Shall worship the father in spirit And in truth For the father seeketh such to worship him
2: Verse 24 as well please
3: God is a spirit And they that worship him Must worship him in spirit And in truth
2: so, anyone that says that they're a worshiper of the Heavenly Father and His Son Christ, you can't be dealing with lies and you can't be teaching your children lies. But many people find it appropriate, they find it okay, they find many excuses to teach their children lies. The main one being what? Father Christmas or Santa Claus is going to be, be the one that brings them gifts. And here you have people worked all year, worked hard, and they're going to give all the glory above themselves as parents to a fictitious character, okay, that has supernatural powers. And then they're gonna blaspheme the words of the Heavenly Father in Christ. They're gonna blaspheme the Bible. They're gonna blaspheme Jesus Christ whom they say in the day is about and give the glory to Santa Claus. Now you're not you're not blessed you're not blessed by the Lord. The Lord's not blessing you with his gifts. Santa Claus is blessing you with these gifts because you've been good and you've shown reverence to Santa Claus. And then they have their children show reverence to Santa Claus. Look, write them a letter, okay? Tell them what you want. Tell them what you want. Write them a letter and tell them what you want. Tell them how you've been good, and and we'll see if Santa Claus is going to bring you the gifts. And just like the man explained, the children are going to get those gifts whether they were good or bad. They were would the, the 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 devil from hell. They're still going to get those gifts. So the Lord said we have to worship The true worshipers are going to worship him In spirit and in truth So it shows you a lot of people Or they worship in Christ According to the truth Brothers sisters. Is...
3: Well There there are those and this, and this is just me speaking off of What I've seen and what I've experienced There are those who actually know the truth They know that Christ wasn't born on December 25th. They know that there is no such character as Santa Claus, but they, they, but they continue headlong in the celebration anyway. Hmm. So you know, in situations like that, you know, it's, it's, it's um, it's just something left up to that person to finally understand what they're doing, and if it be the Lord's will, they repent. If not, then they will be held accountable for their own actions.
2: I mean, children are bombarded with lies in all forms of fashions of people that, you know, people that they trust, starting with their parents. Children trust their parents. They trust them to feed them. They trust them to clothe them. You know, if you put food before your child, I mean, if it don't smell like doo-doo, they're going to eat it, right? They trust you. Right? (laughs) Until they taste it. I want that broccoli, mom or dad or whatever. But they're going to trust you. You give them some food. They've got no poison in it. So children have a great degree of trust, you know, in their parents. Then they go to school and they, they, they trust the teachers. The teachers are instructing them and telling them certain things to do. Then they turn on the TV and the TV is telling them the same thing. So children are under attack. Our children are under attack by these different lies, okay, this misinformation that they're getting every year, and they're going to get it for a month. Look, uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, okay, uh, Santa Claus. Look, you're going to go, get, go sit on Santa Claus' lap. You're going to get a, a, a candy cane. Man, give me that, can- give me that candy, man. Well, all I got to do is sit on this guy's lap and tell him what I want. He gonna bring some and give me a candy, man. Sign me up. <laughs> some people just look give me the candy. I don't want to in that guy's laugh, but they still want the candy. So children are under attack. They are under attack, and we're not supposed to be telling our children such lies. And furthermore, blasphemy, because blasphemy is lies. Like you saying that is something godly, like God said it. God set up this day as Jesus' birthday. That's a big lie. It's not a white lie. How do people tell their children? They need to stop doing that. And that's what this show is about, the people telling their children lies, and they need to stop and repent of that. And um, I like the comment that first said, look, his children don't think they're missing out. They think other children are missing out. And it's true. That's the way my children feel like. Yo, we got seven, eight days of this, having fun and getting gifts and Celebrate and worshiping the Lord and giving thanks to the Lord. The true thanks, not the false things. So I want to go to um, John, the book of John, brother, John 8 and 32. So the scripture read in John 4 said the true worshipers are going to worship the Father in spirit and truth. And we know many are called, but few, 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 few going to make it. Few going to make it. Because people just can't give up their lust and their sin. They cannot. Even when faced with the truth, they can't do it. But I hope and our prayer and our desire that Israel be saved, that they come to the knowledgement of the truth and repent of all these things that Satan has put out there as traps and snares because that's what they are. Okay, when you have a trap or a snare, you're trying to snare an animal, you're trying to catch a rabbit or you're trying to catch a rat or whatever, you know, you're going to leave something out there sweet to bait them in. So that's what Christmas is, is to bait people away from Christ into the snare of the devil so Satan can destroy you and your family. And it doesn't look like you're being destroyed. It doesn't look like you're being destroyed. I'll give you a perfect example. Satan told Eve that in the day that she ate that fruit, she was going to die. Did she die in that very day? Nope. Brothers? She didn't die in that 24 hours, but she did die within that day, didn't she?
3: Virtually she did.
2: Yeah, because the the scripture says a day unto the Lord is a thousand years. (laughs) So she did die within that day. How long did Adam live? 900 years? (laughs) So Satan is a very tricky guy, so we have to deal with the knowledge in the scriptures. Because everything he's dealing with is 100 percent lies. So read that. Brothers. This is John
3: chapter eight and verse 32And ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you
2: free. So we shall know the truth and the truth shall make us free. So many people if they don't want to tr- um, they don't want the truth about Christmas, they don't want to tell their children the truth about Christmas, then does that mean they're in bondage?
3: Yeah, pretty much. It very much means that.
2: So, who are they in bondage to? Satan. Yeah, but they don't see him. <laughs> I didn't see him. Well, you're inviting them in every December the 25th. What do you mean you don't see him? <laughs> you tell him to come. You telling them to come down the chimney in the fire and visit your house. You know, I got. I have a. I have a fireplace in my house. It's blocked up. But let someone come down that fireplace. Let him come down that fireplace at night on 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 December, Christmas Eve or or Christmas Day and see what happens. They ain't gonna make it out. <laughs> the scriptures tell you about a man break uh, breaking up in the house. Look, he come in your house breaking up. Anything goes. He ain't making out alive. <laughs> talking about yeah. coming good. Ain't gonna, be, ain't gonna be no ain't gonna be no milk and cookies for him. I tell you that. But people have these mythologies and things that they're dealing with, and we're supposed to deal with the truth. It says, Christ said, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. But that's a problem. Many people don't want to be free. They made a covenant with death. And see, the wages, um, Romans 6 and 23 say the wages of sin is death. So sin is a transgression law. See, many people don't know. They're completely ignorant of what the will of God is, what the will of the Most High is. They don't know. So they don't do it, because the propaganda in this world, you could do whatever you want to do, and God is going to accept you. You could be whatever you want to be, and God is going to accept you. No. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. That's the only thing that can make you free from these lies and different blasphemies that they're telling throughout this so-called Christmas or holiday period. So read on John 8 33. Keep on reading.
3: All right. Verse 33. They answered him, we be Abraham's seed, and were never in bondage to any man. How says thou, ye shall be made free?
2: So the Pharisees, they were going into and saying, look, we, we've never been in captivity to nobody, which that was a lie, because they were in many captivities, Babylonian, Assyrian, Greek, at that present time, there's a the Roman captivity, in captivity under Rome is paying tribute to Rome and Caesar. So they they thought it was something that was a physical thing, but remember the scripture said in John 4 that the true worshippers was going to worship the Father and Spirit and truth. So the thing that Christ is talking about, he's talking about spiritual things, and we're going to see what spiritual things that he's talking about. Read on. Verse 34,
3: Jesus answered them, Verily, verily I say unto you, Whosoever premieres sin is the servant of sin.
2: Mm-hmm. So what servant, is he talking? what is he talking about? What are they in bondage to, and what do they need to be free from is that sin. So we see many sins that are committed during this Christmas period, and one of them is lying. People lie so easily to their children. I know my mother did it. My mother told me about Christmas, okay, till the day that she died, okay, and she was supposed to be an ordained minister to teach the Bible, to teach the scriptures. But she told me about Christmas, 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 that I, You know, until I came in the truth, in the truth of Christ, according to the word, that's what I was told, Christmas. Christmas is the birth of Christ. Santa Claus, going to come down a, a, a imaginary um, fireplace that we don't have and give us gifts. You know, especially black people, you, you didn't have a fireplace, so what did you have in your house? You had that fake one. You had the pretty one that looked like a fireplace, but it wasn't no fireplace at all. That's what we had. <laughs> wasn't no fireplace for truth, but it was like a, a prudent reference, like, yeah, we live in the light. We ain't got a fireplace, but we got an imitation one, see? We, we making it. <laughs> no. No. So read on
3: And the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth forever. Go ahead. If the son therefore make you free, ye shall be free indeed. Go ahead. I know that ye are Abraham's seed, but ye seek to kill me, because my word hath no place in you.
2: So Christ was telling them the truth and bringing out the truth, what they needed for salvation, and they wanted to put him to death. They wanted to kill him. That's what many people feel. When you tell them about the truth of Christmas and you bring out the truth according to Christ, their vibration is like they hate you and they want to kill you or there's something seriously wrong with you and you belong in a mental institution. When you tell them Christmas is about you, that's a a fact. Santa Claus is really the representation of other gods, going to Yule, going back to Ruprecht, Going back to the, the, the herb gods and the herb spirits, that's all true. It's undeniable. You open up the Bible and start telling about Christ. Look, Christ didn't support that. Here's the day you're supposed to celebrate and keep, and keep with your family. Nah, I don't do that. Nah, I don't do that. So read on. All
3: right. Verse 38 now. I speak that which I have seen with my father, and ye do that which ye have seen with your father. Read Mm-hmm. Rita. They answered and said unto him Abraham is our father mm-hmm. Jesus said unto them If ye were Abraham's children Ye would do the works of Abraham But now ye seek to kill me A man that have told you the truth Which I have heard of God This did not Abraham
2: So brothers Are we telling people the truth According to That truth. we've heard That we've heard from Christ, Christ heard it from God. We heard it from Christ. Now we are delivering it to everybody. For what what purpose and reason? For you not to lie to your children. It's not a good thing to lie to your children. We're supposed to tell our children the truth, man. You know, I always say this quote: um, My my wife's um, father, he's not in the truth. He deals with Christmas. Now, I remember when um, we had our first child, he's like, oh, you know, Christmas time we get a Christmas gift. We explained to him, we don't celebrate that. You know we're not we're not dealing with that dad because we we, she called him dad obviously her dad so I call him dad as he's her father he's like my father too so he said no we don't deal with that she's like well you can't tell them you can't tell them the truth when they're so young you tell them the truth later when they grow up (laughs) you both looked at one like Uh, what the hell is this okay like no we're gonna tell them the truth from when they're young. Like the scripture says, train up a child in the way it shall go, and he shall not depart from it when he's old. That's why many of our children are on the loose or out of their mind, buck wild and crazy, because they're not learning the commandments of Jesus Christ. They're learning about all this different paganistic, satanic, definition, witchcraft type of days, but then you're going to expect them to tell the truth. And what it really is, is hypocrisy. It's hypocrisy. And when you're telling some people about these things, they're looking at you like, man, you've you've lost your mind. I'm going to celebrate Christmas. Don't know what the hell is wrong with you. That's the way they look at you. It's the same way that they looked at our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And remember, the Pharisees were religious leaders. They were elders. So many pastors and ministers They're going to be telling these lies about Christmas and getting children to celebrate this devilish and satanic day. And I know for many people that's going to be a hurtful truth that they're going to hear, but it's the truth nonetheless. So read on.
3: Okay. Verse 41. Ye do the deeds of your father. They say, excuse me, then said they to him, we be not born of fornication. We have one Father, even God. Jesus said unto them, If God were your father, he would love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God. Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Mm -hmm. Why do ye not understand my speech, even because ye cannot hear my word? Mm -hmm. Ye are of your father the devil, and the lusts of your father ye will do. who was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth. Because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own. He is a liar and the
2: father of it. So I want to ask you a question. This is a very important question, brothers. So people that's dealing with Christmas, are they dealing with Satan? Yes,
6: they are.
2: According to the scriptures, yes. So do you think many people believe that?
3: No, because when I
2: was in the world, I didn't believe it. If you're dealing with Christmas, you're dealing with Satan, the rites, the rituals, and then what are you doing? You're initiating your children. You're passing the torch unto your children to worship those same things, the mistletoe, the holly, the holly leaves, the Christmas tree. Okay? You're getting your children to take part into these really highly- satanic rituals. This is really, really high witchcraft that they're going into in idolatry, okay? In the past, people sacrificed their children to different gods, okay, to different trees. So now you have the tree in the house, and you have the children getting or putting the gifts under the tree. Let's go to Jeremiah 10. Let's go about the Jeremiah Tim chapter, because one of the 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 biggest symbols that they have on Christmas besides Santa Claus is what? It's the Christmas tree, is it not? Mm-hmm. You know, one of the uh, um the most the, the most popular presidents of our time, Barack Obama, who everyone sees as you know some kind of light or visionary as the first black president. He's gonna celebrate Christmas. So what is that? That's gonna make a lot of uh, a lot of uh, uh, black people and people across the world in general to see what this day is okay. This day is okay. But see, if anyone else come out and say anything, if he came out and say, look, Christmas is a lie, then then people wouldn't do it, or people will begin to question it. We read it from the scriptures where Christ said, it, and people don't want to listen. But that's just a sign of the times. Because when Christ comes and the destruction begins to come on this earth, then people are going to be looking and, and sighing and crying, and then they're going to believe in Christ, but then it's going to be too late. So read that. All
3: right. This is Jeremiah, chapter 10, starting at verse 1. Hear ye the word which the Lord speaks unto you, O house of Israel. Thus mm-hmm. says the Lord, learn not the way of the heathen, and be not dismayed at the signs of heaven.
2: So the, heathen. the Scandinavians, the Germans, any other nation, the heathens are talking about any other nation. The other nations, because the other nations, what did they worship? They worship other gods. They worship gods of wood and of stone. They worship gods in the tree. They worship gods in the moon, the sun and the stars, which all, that's what the scriptures tell you in the book of Psalms. God, um, all the gods of the nations are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. So people worship the sun and the moon, because that's what Christmas is really about, is the worship of the sun. Saul, Levitus, uh the god Mithras, um, Horus, that's what's all going back to the mystery Babylonian religions. I know I said womp, 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 womp to a lot of people because they never heard anything like that before. And, you know, really, the truth of the matter is people really haven't heard Jeremiah 10 chapter a lot of people. Because I, when I read that scripture, it was a shock to me. And I read the Bible, uh, young man, all my life. I read the Bible, so yeah. I was just Jeremiah ten. How I missed this one. <laughs> exactly. So many people they haven't heard that. What are they going to hear about the three wise men or the three three magi? Well, they don't they don't tell you that in the scriptures? They don't tell you about three wise men coming and finding a manger. They tell you about the wise men finding Christ in a house. <laughs> so you know even. Uh, it's just lies and lies, and we can go all day long, three hours, four hours, five hours, and we'll be here next year just going through all the lies that they tell on Christmas, and then it's supposed to be something good. It's supposed to be something that wholesome for your children. So read on. Okay. So any of the ways or customs of the other nations, we're not supposed to follow them at all. So what custom? What if we're not supposed to follow the customs of the other nations, this is a very inter- interesting question. If we're not supposed to follow the customs of the nation, what customs are we supposed to follow? Then what the hell this. are we supposed to do during this time again? First and
3: foremost, the Most High gave us a whole list of high holy days and celebrations in the Bible that He established that we keep. And you can find the majority of those high holy days and uh, celebrations that the Lord ordained in the book of Leviticus, the 23rd chapter, it gives us high holy days such as such as the Sabbath. It gives us high holy days such as the Passover. It gives us high holy days such as the Feast of Weeks or the or the Feast of Pentecost. It gives us high holy days such as uh, the New Moon Sabbath, the Memorial Blowing of Trump, the, uh, uh, the Day of Atonement, uh, the, the Feast of Tabernacles, all that and more you'll find in Leviticus, the 23rd chapter. So now what's happening is, our people have just departed from the Lord, even to even down to the higher holy days of the Lord, and they've gone about and accepted these uh, these false holidays uh, of this society in this world, and 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 they take full pleasure in uh, celebrating slash following these things instead of following and worshiping the Heavenly Father according to spirit and truth. As it was outlined in the
2: scriptures,
5: John four twenty two. Hmm. Mm. Very good. Very good.
2: So let's go back to um, Jeremiah ten. Jeremiah ten, and you know I've had yet anyone to to call in to defend these different lies that they're telling their children on 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 Christmas or during this time. So I'm going to repeat the guest call in number six four six seven one six. Seven seven four nine. Because how can you tell your children these lies and be justified? How can you? Uh, you know, anyone call in defend? I don't think anyone's going to call in and be able to to defend it. The only thing they're going to be able to call in and really say is that okay, you know, this is really wrong. And where do we go from here? That's that's more acceptable. But we want to see if is going to call in and and say, hey, you know, Christmas is okay with me. Hey. Let's see. Well, we're going to break forth the scripture. So read that in Jeremiah 10.
3: All right. Uh, verse 2. Thus saith the Lord, learn not the way of the heathen, and mm-hmm. be not dismayed at the signs of heaven. For the heathen are dismayed at them.
2: So really, the heathen are dismayed at the signs of heaven. We know by Genesis that the Lord made the sun, he made the moon, and he made the, he made the stars. So all those things was to tell us the different seasons and the times of year. Not for us to worship them, because this is what Christmas is about. It's about solar worship, the worship of the sun, the rebirth of the sun. All of those things are information. In fact, you just Google it, go to YouTube, and you can find out. Very easy, but no one wants to do that. They want to get ready for the Christmas bash or the Christmas festival or you know, how joyous their children are going to look when they give them a gift. Just give You want to give your children a gift? Give them a gift. Don't say it's about Christmas, though. And that's not the Christmas spirit. <laughs> so read on.
3: Verse 3 now. For the customs of the people are faith. Hold,
2: so on. custom... Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Because it said, for us not to be dismayed at the signs of heaven. So the didn't see a shooting star. Oh, that's a sign. It's a dark omen. Or they see an eclipse. Oh, this is the end of the world. <laughs> Christ already told us going to be signs in the heavens, and what signs are going to be the signs of His coming. So we're not supposed to be dismayed at the signs of heaven. We see a solar eclipse or a lunar eclipse. Oh my God, that's a dark omen of bad things to come? There's going to be the flocks aren't going to grow this year, and they're going to die off. And that's what the other nations. We got we got to set up a sacrifice. Set up a sacrifice to the sun, the moon. That's foolishness. But this is a thing that the heathen did in the past. That's why you have the Yule Log. They will burn the Yule Log in the fire. They will burn the Yule Log in the fire to ward off evil spirits and demons. They will deck the the door and put the holly wreath on there to keep evil spirits out. That's foolishness. Why are you going to do that? You don't need to do that because guess what? The Lord controls good He controls evil. He created evil. He created good. He created light. He created day. The Lord does all these things. Get get that in Isaiah. Because people really, really, truly don't understand the Scriptures, the Most High. You know, they're just trying to wing it. And we need to stop winging it and be obedient to what the Scriptures is telling us. I know for many people you've never heard this before in your life. But it's time to start listening today because there is going to be a final judgment. And there's things that, that's going on in people's lives. You, you, you're you not going to have to wait for the final judgment to be judged. There is going to be a final judgment which is going to, you know, lake of fire type of judgment. But many people are being judged now in their relationships and alive with their children. They're going through their own little personal judgments that God is judging them. What's that, Isaiah? Isaiah? Um, 45, 7. Yeah. This is
3: Isaiah chapter 45 and verse 7. I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things.
2: So, you know, the Lord said, what? I, the Lord, do all these things. Another scripture says the Lord has created the wicked for the day of evil. So, the Lord do all these things. So what are we supposed to do? Try to figure out what the will, of, try to figure out what the secret things that the Lord is doing, or do what He tells us to do. I think the answer is simple. And so, really and truly, should we be teaching our children these lies? Should we be teaching our children that Jesus was born on December the 25th? Should we be teaching our children about Santa Claus and his mystical, magical? Reindeer, where the scriptures tell us that the Lord shall not suffer a witch to live, and we're not supposed to engage in sorcery, shouldn't we seek to the Lord, not to wizards that peep and mutter? Shouldn't we seek to the Lord, to the Lord and to the testimony? If they speak not according to this word, is because there's no light in them. Shouldn't we be telling our children about uh, uh, Easter bunny rabbits and all kinds of foolishness and lies on whatever days, satanic days that set up to celebrate, shouldn't we teach them the truth? Let's go to Psalm 7, eight, and 1. I'm going to go to Psalm 7, eight, and 1. And I, I see a comment. Who's put that comment? Ain't nobody calling. Who is that? Kid, Ice thirty thirty. Ain't nobody calling. <laughs> That's real southern of you, brother. Ain't nobody calling. Seriously. No, I don't think anyone's going to call. Because many people, they don't want to hear They don't want to hear anything. Contrary to what their Christmas plans are, Christmas plans. But we're going to continue putting this word out about Christmas that is not the truth. And I know many people that are are, are really, 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 really about the Bible and serving Christ. But we're going to see, are you truly about the Bible and serving Christ when it comes to the separation of this day? Because there's nothing godly about it, and it's not about Christ. We're going to really, really see. And many people that say that are about Christ, they're going to find out that they're really not about serving the Lord because it's going to get to a point where they say, I can't let this go. Like the rich man. Remember the story about the rich man? And he came and asked Christ, what what good things should he, good master, what good things shall I do to inherit eternal life?
0: And then Christ told
2: him the commandments. And he said, all Uh those I've done since my my youth up He said, all right, go your way. And so all that you have and come and follow me. And the man wouldn't make made sorrow because he had uh, great possessions. So a lot of people, they're not going to give up Christmas because they feel like they're going to be disowned from their family. They feel like they're going to be ostracized on their job. They feel like they're not going to be favored by their loved ones. So Christ didn't Christ said if you love father, mother, sister, brother, more than me, son or daughter more than me, you're not worthy of me? Didn't he say yeah. that? Because many people, that's what they look. I can't give up this. I know what the scriptures say. I know that it's a pagan holiday. I know that Christ wasn't born on December the 25th, but I just can't see my children disappointed. I just can't see my spouse disappointed. I just can't. No. Uh, So basically, what you're saying, you're putting yourself at odds with the Lord for your family. Were you supposed to be trying to bring your family to the Lord? You go to the Lord. And you try to bring your family to the Lord. And guess what? Not everybody going to come with you. <laughs> That's uh-huh. just a simple truth. Then you show you that what? People aren't dealing with the truth. They'll rather deal with lies. But let's read this, bro. Psalm 78 1. Psalm 78 1.
3: Give ear, O my people, to my law. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. Mm-hmm. I will open my mouth in a parable, I will utter dark sayings of old. Which we, which we have heard and known, and our fathers have told us. Mm-hmm. We will not hide them from their children, showing to the generation to come the praises of the Lord and his strength and, him, and his wonderful works that he has done.
2: So we're not supposed to hide from our children the praises of the Lord. And now in the praises of the Lord, in the scriptures, you're not going to find Christmas or Christ mass, this man-made um, Constantinian um, doctrine 321 A.D. at the Council of Nicaea. That's where they came up with all this Christmas madness. Look, um, we're going to amal- amalgamate the pagan traditions of all these pagans and heathens that's out there worshiping heathenistic gods, and we're going to bring in the different rituals so they can keep their rituals and then call themselves Christians, and then we'll have a Christian church. That's That was the f- most foolish thing that was ever done in the church and is the beginning of how Satan infiltrated the church completely. So read on.
3: Okay. Verse five. For he established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our fathers that they should make them known to their children.
2: So the That's Lord didn't different. give us the Lord didn't give us uh, religion. Because remember this is my religion. I keep Christmas. This is my religion. The Lord didn't give us religion. And when Christ came Christ didn't tell us to remember him by his birth. He told us when you read 1 Corinthians 11 chapter and the 23rd verse on down, he told us about the the breaking of the bread and the drinking of wine. And as often as we did that, we did it in remembrance of him because that was the remission of our sins. That what? He was hanged on that cross and he rose again. Read on.
3: Okay that the generation to come might know them, even the children which should be born, who should arise and declare them to their children.
2: Right. So our children, we're supposed to teach them what? We're supposed to teach them the laws and the the statutes and the commandments, and we're supposed to teach them about Christ. I think it was last week, Zach, where you mentioned that where the Scripture says, suffer not the little children to come unto me. So we're supposed to teach them about Christ. Man, they tell you, look, you can't you can't teach your children certain things, so it's okay to teach your child lies from a very young age. People are always trying to protect children. They're trying to protect them from movies and different things that's in video games. Okay, this movie is rated R. It's not appropriate for children. Or this game, that Grand Theft Auto is too much murder and killing. That's not appropriate for children. Well, guess what? Your lies, the many lies that people are telling their children that Christmas is not appropriate for your children. Huh. The lies that you're telling your children, oh, Santa Claus, some fat white man going to come down a Christmas tree. A, a, oh, I keep saying Christmas tree. Going to come down a chimney that you don't have, that you never had. I mean, some people do have a, a, a chimney or a fireplace. Many people don't. They're heating their homes with heaters and, and central air And all that kind of thing So we're going to come through The, the, the ventilation ducts
5: <laughs> I guess so
2: Fire And thing. people People love to have it So They love it Oh it's just a good fun It's not, not wrong are just good fun You know what One of the days A child's going to raise up And tell you what You're a liar that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. You know you a liar. Well you little Johnny, you lied. No. Mom, you lied. You told me there was a Santa Claus and there isn't. <laughs> there isn't. And you know what? Me and a brother over here in England. We went to jail behind that. <laughs> we got put in jail for a night. For teaching about Christmas. Go figure. Put think about that. We were put in jail because we were bringing the truth out about Christmas. We're not terrorists, not murderers, not thieves, not con men, because we open up the Bible. And the same scripture that we read in Jeremiah 10, we got put in jail for it. So it's showing you what the world is coming to to protect the different lies that they're telling during this year. They don't want them to come out. And I remember they had a program over here where it was a program on BBC. And people in England know about BBC. People that don't, I'll give you, I'll give you a, a, a brief synops- uh, synopsis what the BBC is. BBC is is in America, you pay for TV through advertising. Over here, you have to pay a TV license. It's like 120 odd pounds, which is probably what um, almost $200 per year to view television. So this was a sponsored program that sponsored by taxpayers' dollars or pounds, should I say, in the UK. They're basically telling you it's okay for you to have a Christmas tree. See, it's okay. This ain't said this. This ain't said, but they didn't bring out Jeremiah 10. They kept that so far away from that program, that hour that was on. They went all kinds of different things to tell people that it was okay to to have a Christmas tree in their house. This saint said it was okay. This saint, you know, had a had a Christmas tree. I don't care what saint had what what in their house. If it was going against the scriptures, they're going the hell off. And you're not to follow them. So read on in Jeremiah 10, and we're going to... Um, We're going to bring this thing to a close. All right.
3: For the customs of the people are vain. For one cut of a tree out of the forest. The work of the hands of the workmen with the axe. Mm -hmm. They deck it with silver and with gold. They fasten it with nails and with hammers, that it move not. Mm -hmm. They are upright as the palm tree, but speak not. They must need to be born, because they cannot go. Be not afraid of them. For they cannot do evil, neither also is it in them to
2: do good so what you're hearing about here is the the Christmas tree in its pure form in idolatry because they had a tree, they put it in the house, they nailed it down so it couldn't move that's what people do. They have a stand, they put the tree in their house, and then you know so they can't so the, so it doesn't move, they have a stand, then they nailed it down or something and made it upright. It wasn't laying down it was upright in the house. Then they decked it with silver and gold. See, today, people have <laughs> silver and gold tinsel. They wasn't offering real gold and real silver now, but in the past they were. They would deck it and decorate it. And then what? They would offer gifts to it. And the scriptures was telling us, look, that in Babylon, when we saw this custom in our captivity, which many people are in different areas of the world if you follow the if you follow the scriptures you're not supposed to keep the customs of the people like well you're not you're not patriotic patriotic or you're not a a, a nationalist or following the national customs when you look at the scriptures the Israelites and those that follow Christ they always went against the different evils and things wherever they were scattered they didn't go along with it so are we supposed to go along with it? No. Nope. No. The Israel Israelites were always hated for not going and following the customs of whatever uh, uh, power or nation that was in power. They were always hated for that. Like, oh well, you 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 and this little rebellious people here. You're gonna worship your God, you're not keeping the commandments of the king. And that's the way a lot of people a lot of people have that feeling where all nations are in cahoot to destroy the true worshipers and the true followers of Christ. But we have to maintain and not be crazy, not go off on people because they're celebrating Christmas because many people don't understand the brother Abadjah is bringing that out, but show them what the truth is. For many people, it's going to be a culture shock, and they may never, never talk to you again. You're trying to ruin my Christmas for my kids, for my kids and my children. It's not going to happen. And some people, they may thank you, like, man, I never knew that. They may they may not start celebrating Christmas, but they may appreciate the truth that you're bringing forth so any any of your brothers got any points that you want to bring out or any things you want to say and wrap this thing up now oh
3: all all the points <laughs> that they' brought out through the spirit of Christ I have nothing enough
2: I bet. The only,
3: the only thing I wanted to say is just what I you know said at the beginning of the show is that you know the whole point of us doing these shows. Is to bring out the truth according to the scriptures, and to let our listeners know as well is that at one point in time in our lives we were caught up in some of those same sins. You know, because me myself personally, you know, you'd ask the question, and I said, yeah, when I was younger, yeah, I was following Christmas, and people were saying, well, you know, that's pagan, this, that, another, and I was never really ever really able to make the connection. It's like, okay, pagan, okay, what's that? You know. But there, there comes a time where how it says, how the Scripture says that the Lord gives us the understanding, or you look at the example of how Christ opened up the understanding of the disciples to understand the Scriptures, you mm-hmm. know, that's up to the Heavenly Father as far as how that, um, how that increase, if you will, is going to go, or how it's going to happen or when it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But we still have the job, you know, as those that have that knowledge and that light of righteousness of Christ, to preach the gospel, so that in how the scripture say, so that the Lord will in hopes give them the means and the ability to repent.
2: Right, absolutely.
3: Understanding can be opened up. So just to let people know, this is not you know
2: to bash those that are celebrating oh, Christmas. But hold on, we got we got someone that that want to call in, say something. I, I missed it. They've been <laughs> they've been waiting. So okay,
0: um, caller
2: from two hundred three two hundred nine.
7: Um. Good morning. It's it it's it,
2: it, it's me, Winnie. Oh, how are you doing,
3: Winnie? I, I
7: I I called in because um I was listening I was listening to um what you were saying uh, about the children. That that brought back something that I heard one time quite a few years ago. But when one of the I think it was one of the brothers said that. That 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 the, that the church are going to hear their kids talk, say to them that they're liars. Well, I heard a program years ago, and that that I almost cried. I I almost literally cried. I was so it stirred my spirit because because they had a program that literally um, had the the kids. Um, they, they had a problem with the kid was, was saying saying that they are saying that that um that they want to hear their opinion about Christmas mm. they said that so many kids even said that they can't they can't even trust their own parents when they found out the truth about the the wickedness of it they mm. said that that i that I no longer can trust my parents because because he, that they are saying that how can I know if they're telling me the, the truth The truth and the lies they tell me? And and they said that truly they said, that I, that I'll, I'll never trust my parents again. They even said that. They, they literally said that they cannot trust their parents as long as they live because how can they trust their parents as they keep telling them lies? That's why I, I call them because this this re really, this really, it's already happened that so many kids are saying just that. From that and these are little kids saying hmm. that, that they can no longer touch their parents.
2: Wow. It really happened. It, that's that's amazing. All right, well, we we appreciate your calling, um contributing into the show. It's um uh, definitely a, a good thing and insight that you um um give it out. I mean, wow. Well, brother,
7: did you hear had, that? They, 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 they had them live. It was a live show, and the kids said that with their own mouth. No, I'm not. I was never they said they that that they can no longer even trust their parents because I said, oh my gosh, this is sad. It's sad because 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 how how can, wow. can I oh trust them? How can they trust them anymore? And they kids tell them lies.
2: Yeah. Wow. I mean, we said it. I said it that, you know, people think that, you know, they're telling little white lies that it's not going to have any effect. And we appreciate the sister, uh, when Winnie called it in, but that just shows you that lies do have an effect on our children, especially when the truth comes forth. And many, many children, they're going to look at their parents and, and, and say, yeah, you know, you didn't tell me the truth about this. how, are you gonna tell me the truth about anything else? You know, what other lies have you um what other lies have you told me that's not true? They're gonna start looking for those things. So all oh, praises. I wanna I wanna close out with these um two scriptures. Let's go to Romans the thirteenth chapter and the twelfth verse. First Corinthians. Romans thirteen and twelve. How are you get first Corinthians? I'm thinking about something else. <laughs> Romans thirteen twelve. Well it's good to think uh, about the scriptures. but I want Romans thirteen twelve, bro. Romans thirteen right. twelve.
3: Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Because, all right. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light.
2: Right, it says the night is far. When you look at the night, and during December, these are the darkest days and the longest periods of night. Night always, in the scriptures, represents wickedness. Darkness always represents wickedness. It doesn't represent anything good. So it says the night is far spent. So it's showing you that wickedness has continued long enough. But it says the day is at hand. So Christ is represented as the day. Christ is represented as the light. Sins are represented as the night, as the darkness. So it says, let us therefore cast off the works of darkness. So these things, as far as Christmas, as far as telling lies to our children, we're supposed to cast them off. It's like throwing them out. Throw that off of you. Because when I learned about Christmas and that, look, this is about, this lies about this and that, and it's not about Christ. Christ wasn't born on December 25th. I mean, it just add up. Blah, 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 blah. 25th. This, 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 no Christmas tree. That ain't right. This isn't right. I was like, ah, no Christmas. What's wrong with you? you a no, I'm not celebrating no Christmas. Then I was crazy. I was like, hell no, I ain't celebrating no Christmas. Sir. You know, because it was like, wow. All these things I've been told all my life that was true, that was supposed to be honest. That was supposed to be righteous is all wrong. I've been lied to for twenty something years. I was like, oh man, it's like, Whoo give me a give me an aspirin, a drink or something. My head is hurting. So we supposed to cast it off and like, no, I'm not dealing with that. That's a lie. I want to deal with the Lord Jesus Christ, who said the true worshipper is going to worship Him in spirit and in truth. So how can you do that and tell your children about Santa Claus coming down an imaginary uh 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 an imaginary chimney, not Christmas tree. <laughs> so read on. Verse thirteen. Let us walk honestly as in the day. Let us walk honestly as in the day. That's what that's what we're trying to bring people to by doing this. You're supposed to be honest. You gotta be honest with your children. You cannot expect your children to be honest with you if you're going to tell them lies. Do and it's very, it's very. People don't think it as take it as a serious lie, but you're lying on the Lord. I mean, there can't be any worse lie than to bear false witness against Jesus Christ. There can't be any first except for the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. That's the only the or, or, or lie that's higher than that is to blaspheme the Holy Spirit. But to tell lies that Christ was born in December the, the 25th and to tell them to your children who are very vulnerable to what you're telling them is 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 a very bad thing that people have to repent of. And you can repent of. You can repent by starting today, by starting now, by sitting your child down and saying, look, this December the 25th is going to pass us by. You know, if you got gifts for them, give them to them now and say, look. Santa Claus is not coming. He's been shot and killed, and he's been found dead because now Christ is alive in this house. That's what you should do is sit down with your children and tell them. So read on in um, Romans 3 from 13.
3: Okay. Okay. Let us walk honestly as in a day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envying, but... Put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provisions for the flesh to fulfil the lust
2: thereof. But because during this Christmas time, that's what people are doing. They in riotous um uh kind of parties or events, people are going to get drunk and being drunk is a s uh, acceptable, is never acceptable in the scriptures. Not in chambering and in wantonness. you know, just do anything, be loose, out of your mind. Mistletoe comes into play, uh Sexual promiscuity comes into play, you know, not in strife and envy. Because Christmas time, many people are striving and arguing and jealous of one another of what gifts they got, what gifts they didn't get, how much, how much the gift card, and that that gets passed on to the children. Because the children engage into that strife and that envy and that jealousy. Well, my parents got me. This my parents got me. Got me the Power Rangers. I got the Xbox. See, you ain't got the Xbox. You got the Wii. So you can't you can't get online with that, I'm online. <laughs> You got the Wii, I got the 360. The 360 costs more than the Wii. I'm having more fun than you. They engage into those kind of practices, you know. Brothers, correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. All right. Dead air. <laughs> Dead air. <laughs> All right. So it says, you know, that strife and envy, we're supposed to get out of that. Let's walk honestly. We can't walk honestly if we're teaching our children lies and we're engaging in those lies. Verse 14. 14. But mm-hmm. put ye
3: on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not provisions for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof.
2: Yeah, so we're supposed to put on the Lord Jesus Christ. So how can we put on the Lord Jesus Christ? How can people, how can people say December the 25th is about Jesus Christ? You're not putting on Jesus Christ. You're taking this one day to fulfill your lust, whether to be to sit around with your family. And you could do that at any time. You could do that at any time. But so people want to take this time and say it's about Christ, which is a lie. So if if you're gonna do it, tell them it what it's really about. You gathering for you. Because that's what it's really about. You gathering for Saul Evictus or the Saltus, or the Saturnalia. Say what it's really about, what you really worship. Don't say it's about Christ. Don't say it about Christ. But what we're saying to people is to the, the message from the Lord is that you shouldn't do it at all because you're making, you're aligning yourself with satanic and demonic forces. So let's go to Ephesians 5 and 11. This is the second scripture I want to read, and then we're going to be out of here. Um, brothers have to get themselves ready for their show. I know Zach doing a show. Um, man, we, uh, it's time for the Wofo show that we're engaging, um, and they look, their time for their show. But we do another show uh, in Buffalo, Brothers, live on radio on wolfoam.com. That's a live show that they do. I don't know if they're doing a 30-minute show or hour show. But um, once we finish here, you can go there, and the Brothers are breaking down and, and going into the Scriptures and bringing out the words of Christ uh, uh, very well on that show. So let's read Ephesians 5 and 11. All right. bear with me here
3: we go. Ephesians 5 and verse 11. It says, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them.
2: So we're not supposed to have any fellowship. Fellowship means any agreement. We're not supposed to go along with it. We're not supposed to be in a party to it. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. So Christmas is not a time of light. It's truly a time of darkness. The time period is dark. The time period is dark. The days are longer. The nights are longer with darkness, and then they want to tell these different lies on the Scriptures, on the Bible, on the Lord to deceive you. Many people are deceived, but they're still going to play along and find it acceptable to perpetuate and to promote these lies that's being told during this time of year, and they shouldn't. So those that are following Christ, it says that we're not supposed to have any fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. That's why the scripture said in Jeremiah 10, the custom of the people is what? it's in vain. It's vain. Mean what? It's unprofitable. It's the same thing. It's unfruitful. But rather, reprove them. So we're supposed to bring out the correction that's in the scriptures, that's in the Bible, to show that these things are wrong and that we're not supposed to do them, and show show people the door. That there is a door, that Christ is the door for you to make for you to to have something to celebrate. But what is the true celebration of Christ? So read verse twelve. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done
3: of them in secret.
2: Right. So many people are doing things that are shameful according to the scriptures, namely. Telling these lies to your children at Christmas—it's a shame. We should, parents should be ashamed when they learn the truth and they hear this truth. They should be ashamed that they've been, you know, willing participants to tell their children lies every year, and children believe in them, believe in them wholeheartedly. I know I believe in it wholeheartedly, with all my heart and my soul and my strength. I believe that Santa Claus. We're going to come and give me gifts. I believed that Jesus Christ, the Christ, was born on December 25th. And it it was, you know, like, wow. None of these things that, you know, I was told by my parents and my family were true. Like, wow. So the only thing we have is, like, is to believe really what the Scriptures are telling us. You know, the word the word of the Lord is right. The word of God be true and every man a liar. So we give all praises to the most high in Christ uh for another show and uh um whose show's coming on? Kazak. Can you tell people about your show? Because you you doing a show later, aren't you? Yeah, I'm I'm still with you.
3: I'm still with you. The show that we're that, that that we're doing, of course, it's uh, La Callegrito, the, uh, the the virtual living room in Spanish, and uh, we're going to continue our conversation this week uh, from what we started last week as far as uh, the topic, which was debemos mentir a nuestros hijos, which is a question: Should we lie to our children? Mm. Now, last week. The, but the show concept was basically that uh, Christmas, Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, the eggs and everything, the Tooth Fairy, those are fictitious characters that many parents tell to their children. There is no evidence of these persons in the Holy Bible. Therefore, why do many parents continue or tell lies to their children? about these about these about these fictitious characters. So that was the that was the show last week, more or less an introduction. This week mm. we're gonna talk about Santa Claus himself. Not mm. really going into the history because our show is limited to thirty minutes, so we really don't have a lot of time to go into the history of it. However, mm. what we are gonna do is filter Santa Claus the lies that parents have told about him through the scriptures and it's going to be more or less uh, an exposing slash comparison between the lies of are told versus what the Lord says, and uh, that's the, uh, the, the the show concept of the topic of the show that we will be dealing with today in Spanish. The virtual live room at 11:30 a.m. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. And could you put the could you put the the link in the in the chat room so everyone can see? You know, they could share that out to. Those that are dealing with the Spanish or you may know someone that, that speaks Spanish and, you know, English may not be their first language. They feel more comfortable of hearing in the Spanish than then this show is for them. So put that link into the chat room because, man, that sounds like that's going to be a tight show, a good show um, for people to listen to bringing out the truth in the Espanol. You know, so we give all praises to the Heavenly Father in Christ for that. So all praises to the Most High in Christ, everyone that's called in, all the brothers and sisters that supported the show, all the new listeners. You know, we encourage you to continue to listen to these shows and for you to let your light shine in Christ that people may see the good works in Christ and glorify the Heavenly Father which is in heaven. So until next time, we say shalom. Shalom.
6: Shalom.
2: This is the Body of
1: Christ Church, and you are listening to our program kings and priests, Will we teach repentance to the twelve tribes scattered abroad. In these last days, darkness has covered the earth, and gross darkness covers the people. But for those who choose to hear the words of the Father and the instructions of Jesus Christ, He will give them the power to become the nation of kings and priests they will ordain to be from the foundations of the earth.
4: Offer coverage not available everywhere. For discounted phones, excludes taxes surcharges, charges. Roaming and premium contents subject to in new line thirty-six dollar activation fee. Credit balance for plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer ends 1716 Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract validity of reward card requires
7: online registration.